Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between. I'm your host, Mahad Amjad, here with another episode of Two Prayers Are Brothers. Today we have a special guest in the house, alongside our you know regular host. The special guest is uh, the one and only Omar Yusuf, Yo. visiting down from uh, St. Louis. What then, up, what up? Very special episode four of season two. Oh, four episodes. Four we're, episodes we're, getting, we're getting consistent. Yeah, we're we had, you guys are getting up there. We had ten episodes in season one, and I, I think we're going to have more than ten episodes this is for in sure. season two. It's two weeks in a row. That's 20, impressive. 30, 40, five championships, six off. championships, seven championships. Shout out to Fawn. He got us in, uh, you know. in here. Too. Yeah, you know, some days we're a little sussed, as you like to call it in Urdu, which yeah. means kind of lazy, you know, but uh, it is it is a good 2 a.m. almost here. But you know we don't we we are not graced by Omar uh, Yusuf's presence that much, <laughs> and uh, he made a he made a trip down. No, and so it's because you, you guys grind for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we saw that you were a loyal listener, so you gotta you know put the loyal listeners on the podcast. You listen on the so. plane. That's, yeah. that's, oh, that's, dedication. that's dedication. That's true. That's so where good. where are you flying in from? Uh, where yeah, are you so from? I'm originally from the Huntsville area. That's how I know Mahal and Josefa. We grew up together, and right now I'm out of I'm in St. Louis for undergrad out at WashU. Nice, Shoot. nice, man. Premier universities in the United States. Okay, all, it's all right. It's all right. Those rich kids up there. We yeah, all, they got, got Tempur-Pedic mattresses. That's the first I, thing I heard my freshman year of high school is they have Tempur-Pedic mattresses. <laughs> That's so honestly powerful. one of the reasons I applied. It's the biggest clutch thing in the world. Oh, my they care God. about their students. You know? Four years straight on Tempur-Pedic while everybody else is complaining. Yeah, sleep yeah. in the Nice. Yeah. And it's awesome. recently got new mattresses and looks like they've been sleeping like babies. Well, I don't need like a good mattress to sleep. Let's get that. I will sleep on the floor, honestly. I will too, but I'll sleep when you have a tempered beat. When you have a tempered beat, it does make it hard to go to class. Eight AMs are probably extremely hard. I do not want to get out of it, bro. (laughs) This is way better than you know your typical twin mattress. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Well, that's just spring. It's just 100 percent spring. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think living in an apartment generally is a little bit nicer than living. It's a little more private. Yeah. You don't see no RAs. The drunk. Yeah, like, Mom Ma, Ma can bring a girl home whenever he wants. <laughs> I don't bring girls home. She, he, he doesn't make that very check clear. Or anything. <laughs> I, I bring. That's <laughs> no, no, not to apply. I bring meals home. I bring only <laughs> multiple guys at a time. No, no, no. Right now, you know, I'm focused on myself, making myself better. Yeah. You know, I'm making. Making moves. advocating for what's right and forbidding what's wrong. That's what I'm. You know, I'm here for. Wow. Yeah. That is. That was a deep wow. state. justice right there. <laughs> Almost yeah. sounds like a facade. Uh, it's not a facade. It's, it's who I am. It's, you know, how I was brought up. Yeah. You know, um, back in the... We were talking about the story the other day. Uh, so me and Josefa went to this, like, interfaith gathering, gathering, like, back in the day. And this lady asked us, uh, you know, if you cut yourself up, uh, well, you know, if you cut, you know, slice your hand, what color... Like on purpose? Just, yeah, no, just to see, oh, like, okay. to, to exemplify the oh. idea that we're all the same. She's like, okay... What happens? I was like, you know, if you cut yourself, you're gonna see white because <laughs> you're gonna cut yourself all the way to the bone. She's like, she was so dumbfounded because you know that's kind of racist. She's like, oh no, you're supposed to see red because we're all the same. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, okay. If you didn't get that joke, uh, just contact Mahad. Yeah, just contact Mahad. Uh, DM him. DM us on Instagram, and uh, we'll, he'll, he'll tell you the story in person. At, at Mahad Am- Amjad. Hey, M- the, the goal is to get Mahad five DMs this week. Can yeah. someone, someone please get DM? I, I don't check Instagram t- anymore. I'm too busy DMs for, for males too, right? Yeah, yeah, males, no, females. No, no. It doesn't uh, matter. If you need life he advice, Mahad will take it they, all. He just wants. I, no, 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 I I can give life advice, but you know, uh, I would prefer if you know if you want to send that kind of DM, yeah, it'll be preferably a female. <laughs> Not preferably, only a female. <laughs> yeah, preferably, look, he keeps his options open. That's From what I've heard, you you have a tough week coming up, so any DM is uh is welcome, right? Yeah, but you know, I might take till Friday to reply. But, so don't worry if you you know you don't hear back from me until uh, Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Omer, tell us more about growing up in Huntsville. How was that, man? Yeah, so obviously I knew Mahad and Hosefa from there, and we had this kind of small crew of just our Pakistani guys. And, you know, I went to high school with Mahad and Hosefa, but I didn't see them that much in class just because we're different grades and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So the way we kept the squad together is just after school, just hang out at each other's houses, played a lot of FIFA, played a lot of basketball, just hung out as much as we could, go to get food a lot. Yeah. Stuff. I don't think we hung out that much in high school, actually. Not in high school, it. but like... Uh, once in the you, summer breaks, in summer Ramadan. Breaks. Once you guys left for college yeah. and it was just like me alone in Huntsville, I relished the times you guys came because I was so yeah, bored. I, I stuck with you know, only white friends. Yeah. That being said, me and Omar were in class one time together. We really? Oh, uh, yeah. Physics, uh, my shout senior year. Shout out Deborah yeah. Orman. <laughs> I remember uh, I, I was uh, not the most brightest and, you know, finest student in high school. This man, so we had this class, I think, maybe four times, four or five times a week. This man maybe showed up to one class in a week. Uh, he just did not rock. care. Yeah. I remember at one point, like, so uh, it was some point in the second semester, I had skipped quite a bit, and uh, I had to make up a lab. So, uh, you know, I make up the lab and whatnot, and Miss Ormond, uh, she thanked me for coming. She's like, you know, <laughs> I thank you for finally showing up. And I was like, ha. Huh. That's when you know. Yeah, that's when you know you've done too much. No, that's- it was just a hard, like, uh, how do you say it? It's weird to see him and me in the same class, because at that point, I was still a tryhard in high school. So I was gunning, <laughs> just in class every day, mm-hmm. writing out my labs, whatnot, doing everything as good as I can. And then you see Mahan. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. come when he does his work is like so she would take ten points okay. off for uh, late lab reports. Yeah, okay. Omar's probably like turning these things in on time. Yeah, I'm not turning these in for probably weeks at a time. But you know what? She gives you the max thirty out of a hundred if you know it's it's, it's more than not. however late it may be. Yeah. So I used to turn all of my labs in on the last day of the last day of the quarter. You know to get oh, those thirty man. out of hundred hundreds to. To not fail. Wow. Quite a time. Good time. I studied for one test. I made it 100 on the first of the test of the second semester. And then she's like, oh my god, you've improved so much. (laughs) The very next test I failed. I remember that very Did you show up to the AP exam? I don't remember. I don't remember if I was there or not. Uh, My god. Completely changed. This, this is not a recommendation because even though he, this kid did end up going to medical school, yeah. somehow, somewhere. Some, do but, not do what Maha did in high school. Be like me, you know, the gunner. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a role model for yeah. sure. Yeah. You want to live life on the edge of Mahad's way. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. If you want to be a cool guy, be Mahad because I was not. You made cool it. Yeah, that's all I meant. No, talk about it. No, if you want to be a cool guy, be Josefa and be blessed with extreme basketball talent. You know, high school varsity starter, bro. Cheerleaders in his arms after the game. Yo, giving him candy in the hallways. Dude, Josefa, imagine if Instagram was big when you were in high school. You know, it blew up like right after you. Yeah, it did actually. You get those, you know, you be a senior senior basketball player getting those freshman DMs. You know, it would be full. No, Omar was a star. Omar was like the soccer captain, senior yeah, year, state champion. State I mean, champion. our team failed multiple times to make, get to state champion, but I soccer mean, we team We failed a lot of times, too. We made it to the final semifinals every year, but fell short in the senior year. We finally were able to So would you guys have uh, pep rallies for uh, soccer, too? We uh, did have one or two for soccer. A couple, yeah. yeah. I, think it was a I don't think it was consistent moment. by any means. Yeah, so whenever we play our main rival... Uh, Which was John Pope Paul II, Catholic mm. High School. That was our main rival. Whenever we'd play them, it was a big deal. 
Like they used to egg our team's houses and shit. Oh, shit. Like they came to the school and egged that school. Yeah. It was a big deal. There were fights on the floor. It's always the Catholic that. schools, man. We have yeah. Saint, we have this Catholic school called St. Joe. Oh that were God. that were our biggest rivals. They shot a dead bird and threw it on our lawn. Oh my god. Yeah, that, that being said, we love and respect all Catholics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. Yeah. Shout out to all the Catholic people listening right now. Yeah. One time. Wonderful. But yeah, it seems like uh, they were always like the chief rivals of uh just in, in They like to rile things up. Oh, yeah. They really did not like us. Competitive you know, people. So on my club soccer team, I was actually teammates with a player from that school. Mm-hmm. Whenever we play against each other, there were no friendships. Oh, this man would go at me. Honestly, you, that's how it should be. Who's the Who's the chief basketball rival? Chief Madison Academy. Madison Academy. Madison. That was Carryon Johnson, Josh Langford. Yeah, Carryon Johnson. Yeah, Johnson, starting running back. Who's that? Lines. Dude, you play against at Michigan State. Josh Langford. Josh Langford. Starting shooting guard from Michigan State. Oh my god! I remember I guarded this man. This man. I was when like, he was in eighth grade. When he was in eighth grade. Remember, this man is in eighth grade, and I'm a junior at this time. This man is the most jacked eighth grader I've ever played basketball oh against. Who knows if he was actually? What, what I learned in eighth grade. But he was 13, 14. Did he cross you up or anything? No, I mean I just bodied him up. I fell him so hard. He went to the basket. I was like, I ain't let him score. Yeah, yeah. I also guard Carryon Johnson. He's fast as hell. Huntsville's oh, had some talent, talent come out. That's of a lot there. of talent, man. Mm-hmm. Who's Carryon Johnson playing for? Detroit. Detroit. Who's, who's the uh, he's the, the big guy who came out of Bob Jones? Bob Jones. He played Alabama Jones. linebacker. Uh, Reggie Raglan. Oh, Reggie Raglan. Yeah. There's also Trevor Lacey and then really he also really had a good guy. We usually have Austin linemen. There's a guy from MRA who's a starting lineman at LSU you now. Oh really? Yeah. Stuff like that. We don't, we don't have that many big boys. We, we had Steven Goskowski. Oh, yeah, Steven Goskowski. He went to Mass Central, which is our city. Yeah. That's yeah, like a big dope. name. That's yeah, awesome. that's our big name. But everyone hates the Patriots anyway. So, so. Actually, there's a guy, Bert Sherrill. He's a coach with the Detroit Lions, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, shout out to Mississippi and Alabama, I guess. Yeah. You know, producing some, some serious talent. talent. We, had, we had Michael Orr. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did. We had, uh, what's his name? The guy who got co- uh, caught uh, smoking weed during the draft. Oh, Larry Tunzel. Larry Tunzel. I think going back to the topic of a state champion, uh, do you think that was a goal of yours when you going into high school? Oh, for sure. So the thing about our high school, Randolph High School, is we had a soccer dynasty back in the early 2000s, and we were, we were ranked nationally at this point. We were oh. good. So after that dynasty ended, we were in a drought. Hadn't won a state championship in, I'd say, like 10 years. They went to like three or four finals, though. So that was the thing. So I've been on playing with varsity since seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And since then, even, we've been going semifinals and finals every single year, but just could not push through. So I knew going into high school, this is a goal I want to have. And it hurt so hard for those first three years when we fell short. And I was like a LeBron situation right there, you know. But that, that night that we won the championship was... To this day, one of the nice I remember that. I, I, that's the only soccer game I've ever watched ever. And I was actually a sophomore, in co- a junior in college at the time. But I went to that game. I remember, I think, I forgot who scored the goal. But after Randolph scored, I remember Omar just like gun jumping really close to the fence on the ble- uh, uh, our fan side. And everyone was just piling on. I forgot who. Ex- I don't remember exactly. But oh, man. Y'all all just piling on this one guy. It Star. was a time. It was unbelievable. The best night of my life so far. Dang. That is it awesome. That is awesome. Fortunately, Amina's on have club tennis experience <laughs> and uh, just a couple other sports. Bowling, we were uh, we're big oh, bowlers. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, very good we're at bowling. Big bowlers. I'm okay. I, 
okay. He's no, you're decent. Numbers. You're throwing around numbers like two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would like to say we had, our bowling program was for a bunch of stoners before we came. We <laughs> but our first year we came fourth in our district, oh. which was a big accomplishment. No, and then it then, hadn't been done before. Yeah, and like this was with me, Danya, and his on uh, bowling, and then everyone else was just still smoking weed and eating hot dogs and eating nachos, you know, during practice. And wait, was it free snacks? Yeah, yeah. Everything's oh my free. god, I should have no, transferred to St. Andrews. Yeah, yeah. we had to pay for everything, yeah. man. That's so that's why people. I think the off is building. Also, the jerseys were dope. Oh, oh jerseys were really? dope. You also bro. have them. No, no. Actually, the, the the thing is, the old jerseys were amazing. They're like these throwback, like like kind of long follows. You know, yeah, yeah. you should just go ask for over there every yeah. time away. We should honestly. We should. They're so nice. I think Mahat played some tennis and then golf. Dude, I'm I'm a multifaceted white sport player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, uh, but ladies, he's multi talented. <laughs> multi talented. You, you see me at Top Golf. You see me at the driving range. You see me at the tennis courts. You see the MD at the end of the name? Uh, uh, no, not quite yet. Uh, maybe one day. But I think yeah. I want to get into uh, more tennis and golf, I would say. Tennis? Golf. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I played a lot of tennis, so obviously when I was in high school, I don't think basketball, our team, no offense anyone, we, we couldn't win state no championship. <laughs> we got really far, we did, but we just weren't good enough. But I did Elite Eight one time. Yeah, Elite Eight. We got to Elite Eight. We lost played at Jacksonville State University out in yeah. Jacksonville, Alabama. I scored two points. Layup. Nice, yeah. nice. And then yeah. they said, Huzaifa. Ahmad. Um, um, her last name is spelled A M J A D, and this lady uh, I was playing assumed his name was uh, Hispanic. Yeah. And then they said uh, Ahmad rather than Ahmad. But after that, I was always known by nickname Z. They just called me Z. 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 Stuck to this day. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, I, I think in tennis, I always wanted to win a state championship. That was always a goal yeah. as a team. I got close. I, I lost in semifinals twice, and then I lost. What? Uh, like, were you guys three A, four A? We were four A. We switched around. A yeah, we switched around a lot. Right now, I think our high school went up to five A. They were five A. Randolph was five A. Wow. How many? How many? No, there might be six A there actually. Seven. Seven. Yeah, it goes up to seven. We go up to six. But back when I was high school, it was only six. Yeah. And then in soccer, they group them differently. So I think one through three A play together. Four A is its own. Five A is its own. Six A its own. And seven A, I think, is its own. I don't know. I think three. Three and four played together for us. I think we're four A now. Yeah, you said yeah, they went back to four A. Yeah, we're back to four A. I heard they were five A and they went back to four A. And then Madison County stayed at five A. Oh yeah. Uh, Madison Academy's maybe five A now. Yeah, there might be six A actually. Six A. I mean, I don't know. I think there's only a couple of moments in my life where I can remember crying, and it was my senior year when I lost uh, in the tennis. I lost a three set match, and it was like, oh, it was brutal. I was up, I remember I did this, I 6 0 this guy in the first set. I lost the next set 6 7, I lost the last set 6 7. And it was like, and I, I was like this, this is the most I've ever cried in like the longest time ever. And it, ever since that day, this is the most I've ever cried. Yeah, you worked That's really hard to get to that I've worked, I'd worked really hard to get here. I thought, like, I was about to play college tennis too, so I was close, but then yeah. this is. It's heartbreaking. We get, and then I ended up going to UAB, so. Yeah, that, is that, that like one of those quick. emotional sports. Yeah, it is. You it's so it's everything is on you, you know? Yeah. It's a team. Everything's on you. And you can't blame anyone else. It's your fault. Yeah, exactly. You lost. Wow. I played uh, doubles with one of my friends, and you know, this was this was a JV tennis. And he, he could not get a serve in the whole game. He was crying so much afterwards. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. But uh, shout out to Kill. Shout, shout out to Kill. <laughs> out, out in North Carolina. I hope you're safe up there with the hurricane and everything. Yeah. But. I want to get back to like kind of how you guys met and how uh, we met too. I think that, that's great. Uh, Omar, how did we meet actually? I, I have actually a very unique story. Really? So, uh, 
Back in second grade, me and Josefa moved down. I think it was, it was what grade would we move? I was in second grade. When we it was moved. 03, so. Uh, no, it was 02. You guys go to Randolph like all from K. I personally, I've gone Randolph K through 12. Yeah. I'm a lifer. Yeah. Lifer. Spent a lot of money at that school. We only went high school. Yeah, so we moved here, and you know, my parents are relatively religious, so they took us to Sunday school. I think one of the first weekends we moved here. Anyways, we pulled up to Sunday school, and, uh, my dude, Umar, and I think saw there in the principal's office because someone kicked a f- soccer ball in someone else's face. Oh my gosh. Uh, Shout out to Saad Khan. Shout we out. were the biggest troublemakers in Sunday school. <laughs> I cannot c- count how many times we were in that principal's office. My god. Yeah. Interesting. Sunday school was a... I didn't enjoy Sunday school. I, I, I hated Sunday school for one reason, and uh, it started very early. So a couple of weeks, you know, I'm starting... Umar was actually in a grade ahead, so... You were always in our grade for some reason, and you would like never be with your classmates. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, I don't know. He's actually a fellow classmate of mine. His name's Amir Ahmed. Uh, he goes to UAB Med as well. And uh, so I was in second grade, and uh, I was drawing in Sunday school, and I accidentally took like threw my pencil back like this. I mean, I was like a little physically, you know, lanky child, yeah. you know, kind of flailing <laughs> all over the place, and not too coordinated, and I hit him in the eye oh. on accident. On accident, oh. and then his mom was the teacher, and she got so pissed at me. She sent me to the principal. I was apologizing profusely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she yeah. she sent me to the stupid principal's office. And from that day on, I decided I hated um, Sunday school. I you know who the principal was back then? Aladdin no. Bashir. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember when I actually first met you, but yeah, I don't uh, remember the first time we met. But I think we bonded most. On Mushtud football. Oh, yeah. Because at oh, our yeah. Mushtud, there's kind of like this grassy patch in front of the front door. And when we were kids, we used to play football there all the time. The, the families yeah. would come to the Mushtud all the time. It's like potlucks yeah. or something going on every week. This is like yeah. third, fourth grade. Yeah. We probably like broke fences. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know. I think that's the main way we bonded, but yeah, I don't remember. Honestly, we weren't that close, like, because y'all lived in Madison, and we lived in Scottsboro. Which is, for you you guys that don't know, it's about, like, a 45-minute drive out there. So, Hazem, he's been on the pod before. He used to drive to Scottsboro to go to another friend of our friend's house, and we used to play Halo Juggernaut. This this was big. But you never used to come. Yeah, I was too young for that. Yeah. So, we used to play so much, and at this time, I think I was, like, fourth grade, and even I shouldn't be playing Halo, actually. But my parents never cared. So we were just, that's how we actually interacted mostly with Hazen and the rest of the guys. And then it was until we moved to Huntsville, I mean Hampton Cove, which is a suburb of Huntsville, where we actually got to know Omar more and Oli and then some of the other guys. Yeah, that's when we mainly started hanging out, I'd say. I think one of the coolest things, just kind of to mention, is like, especially growing up in a Pakistani community, is it seems like, it's, I don't know with girls, but with boys, like, it seems like there's no, like, def- definite age range to be friends with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know, like, for us, like, we have, our age group is, like, from a guy who's a sophomore in college, or even, like, Hamza's brother, Haris, shout out Haris, who's a senior in high school, and he goes all the way up to a first-year resident, you know? Yeah. Like, like, and everyone is so close, and, like, Zed, who's the sophomore in high school, and the first-year resident are extremely close, and yeah. it's, like, it's cool to see, you know, like, they have a lot of camaraderie that and stuff. That brings up to a great point. Like, so when we were young, actually, there was a split. So yeah, the way it worked yeah, yeah. was for me and above, it used to be another group. And then for me and down, which was Mahad, Omar, Faiz, Saad, uh, they used yeah. to be another group. And Hazm, Ali, Omer, and then these other yeah. guys, Ali, they used to another group. And honestly, these two groups actually didn't really like each other. 
to be honest, they got in a lot of fights. And it wasn't until high school where like it was just it just became me, That's, you, mom. Because we can't we all more common now. Yeah. 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 Brothers and yeah. I think we were the same way. The thing is, like, you know, they had their older stuff, they're obviously already going through high school and we're yeah. in middle school and like, oh shoot, why are we hanging out with middle schoolers, right? Yeah. But once I think when everyone hits high school, it's like, oh you're, yeah, you're, yeah, we're you're all, all the same. same. At that point. But uh, I think the main thing for us was Daniel had an older brother, Mzomo. Shout out Mzomo. He was uh he's like uh, he's a fourth year med school student. So he was kind of like a bridge towards like the older guys, you know? Yeah. I guess like because Maud and Azefa, you know, Azefa was older, so he was kind of like the bridge. You're saying. No, I feel the exact same way. So yeah. I've got an older brother named Ali. Shout mm-hmm. out Ali. Shout out Ali. Uh, he's actually 26 now. And so he was my link to all these older guys, yeah. Azefa, Hazim, even people way older than us that mm-hmm. are now, you know, full physicians yeah. that I used to hang out with because I had Ali as my link. And then I had this other crew that was us younger kids. Yeah. I would always think it would be so cool to hang out with these older oh, guys. For sure. So I tried to pester them and yeah. you know, they probably got annoyed at me, but it's same man. I remember I was trying to like make YouTube videos once of like everyone just dancing and stuff and my voice is so high like, like I was just so embarrassed. It's just so embarrassing now, but I used know. to call the older kids the dark side. Oh yeah. Side. For sure. I hated them. Yeah, one of them, Omer, who's like one of our really good friends now, but he punched me in the face once on the basketball oh, court because he got really pissed at me. Oh no. But, uh, no. Yeah, but like we're super close now, so it's, it's it was like an interesting dynamic growing up. I think Sunday school had a really big part to to, it, to do with it too, because like you know you got separated based on grade, yeah. and like I think everyone just got frustrated because like it was Sunday, it was your like like Monday you had to go to school, and it's like hot like oh on Sundays, God. you know. Yeah, you had to wake up kind of early. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember one time like uh, we had a straight up confrontation with the other uh, other. It was like I feel like some potluck, yes. and uh, it was me you. It was me and Zayf, I think it was our friend Faiz, uh, and someone else, I want to say. And Rafi, it, uh, Rafi was there. It was Rafi. <laughs> the other side was like Hazim Ali. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if Omer was there. I think Omer was on the other side. I made it. It's like, like fifth or sixth grade, and we show up, and we're ready to fight. We're ready to throw <laughs> You remember this? But the thing was, like, I'm one of the taller kids, and I've always been one of the taller kids from our group, like, yeah. compared to the rest of the guys. So it honestly was pretty equal, to be honest. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. We, we were ready to throw hands. We have, like, another group who we've kind of incorporated in our other group who's, like, the high schoolers right now. But we've been playing, like, a lot of basketball with them and whatnot. But they wanted to play us in basketball, like, over the summer, and we, like, skunked them. Like, yeah. like it was really bad. It's like the young And they, like, like, they start, like, one of them started crying. Oh, like, my no, God. Like, like, as in, like, frustration, you At know? At this point, I mean, you gotta but, show the young boys what's up. the thing is, I don't think there's many high school kids in Huntsville that are, like, based Pakistani. Yeah. And we've honestly just, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad, we've secluded ourselves, I think, as a group. <laughs> it, it's just us nine, and we honestly just hang out at each other's houses. Ali's house, our, yeah, it's like house, us, our like house, twelve or thirteen, I'd say. Yeah, and then and Ahmed, he actually just moved away, but you know, I guess this could be a bad thing that we've secluded ourselves. I mean, years. but at the same time, you know, we we became yeah. so yeah, close. We secluded yeah. ourselves not because of like you know, in spite of yeah. anyone, it's just because it's the not, general it's interest, the general interest, yeah. yeah. And you know, like that's one thing I love since I'm all the way over in St. Louis. You guys are in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. That's like a nine, ten hour drive. I'm still super close with all of these exactly. guys, and I, you know, we text on the regular. And mm-hmm. It keeps me close to home. Honestly, one of my closer Pakistani friends in high school, I did not stay close with, and like a lot of these guys. I've stayed close with so mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just an interesting dynamic of yeah. you know where life takes you the one thing I've noticed is though like when you form these bonds is first of all you stay like really like I think to the ground and like very mm-hmm. humble because uh, I feel like a lot of people who are, don't have like this type of like strong friendships like growing up they I feel like they get like a little bit more cocky like they I, become more individualized I think that's, that's and true, like, they try to make their own path 
Like I want, I want Omar to succeed in whatever exactly. he does. I want Hazim to succeed. Ali, I have, there's no, there's no competitiveness in me against yeah, these guys. There's no competitiveness like, at all. I, I love these guys as brothers. Like whatever they do, like, whatever makes them happy is what. Great like when we is. see like other people's accomplishments, yeah. like we're generally yeah, I'm happy. Generally happy. When we're generally I happy. found out that Mahad and Saad got into med school, I was the happiest kid yeah, exactly. in the entire school for mm-hmm. like a week or a month. <laughs> even though you know I'm going through like some of my hardest classes, but yeah. I did not care because I was yeah, so for happy sure. for yeah. them. And I think a lot of like the kind of like the beef or whatnot if you like to call it is just made up by like kind of culturally yeah, like, yeah. it comes to the point where their accomplishments become your accomplishments yeah, yeah. yeah I just love to see these guys succeed I mean like Zan getting into a big time law school that's really a great accomplishment inshallah catch Zan at Harvard Law next year yeah. Yeah. and that's another thing I really liked is because I'm so far away I didn't get to meet any of you guys until you know recently yeah. but I met you guys kind of through like texting and FaceTime yeah, and whatnot yeah. when you guys were first coming into Birmingham because I knew these guys. Yeah, I, and I would consider you guys some of my good friends now. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, awesome. for sure. Yeah. I met you maybe in January, but like, I felt yeah. like I had known you way Yeah, yeah I felt like I've known you for like a long, 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 long time. You know, that shared experience. No, what I like is the, oh, yeah. the crossover that, between our communities. Yeah, absolutely. Very similar, to be honest, if you think about it. I was just mentioned the link between us and Umar is one of our great friends growing up, Zed, who actually, interesting story about Zed quickly uh, maybe we'll get him on the podcast one day but uh I used to hate this kid <laughs> so 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 much we used to carpool yeah right? we used to carpool and he was in first grade I was in second grade and uh we would oh take him back God. to his house and like I don't know we just did butted heads like we were trying to play board games he wouldn't let me play his board oh, games and I'm sure I was doing they some fought in the car stuff. every single day yeah every single we hated what each other what did the parents say? Shaymonty would be like oh calm down yeah <laughs> I, I think to the point like after like a couple years we started really liking each other and then uh, there's this interesting story that I'll save for the podcast with Zed, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, I'll tell you guys all off air, probably. Yeah, we don't need it. But uh, I'll save it for the Zed podcast, which I, I hope will happen soon. Yeah, but uh, that's the link between us. They're, uh, they're first cousins, yeah. uh, Omer and Zed. So um, that was our link. Yeah. yeah. So I've actually been over to Madison, Mississippi, where these guys live mm-hmm. a few times, but I just kind of never met them yeah. there because whenever met, uh, we go we visit. Ali yeah. yeah. Whenever we go visit Zed, we kind of just like. Let's do chill. our own thing. Yeah. Chill. We've at, we've gone to a few of parties where I've wow. seen them, like at All weddings right. and dinner parties. But we just I never made that link because yeah. I was I was a very very shy kid, so ah, I just didn't want to meet new people and come off really awkward and all that. Gunner shy. See, that's <laughs> a rough no. childhood. <laughs> you know a lot of people from Huntsville. Like I, I feel like I'm really close with Hazim and Hama yeah. and yeah. Saad, obviously. I think a lot of that gunner shy may might have to do with the fact that you're the middle child, you know, growing up <laughs> yeah. as a. That's a good transition. Yeah, you know, I yeah I saw my older brother and I had to compete with him. Yeah. Like even I mean I didn't have to, but in my the back of my mind I have to outshine him. You know, there's no other option. Otherwise, I'm just gonna fade in the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Maha's the other middle child here in yeah. this situation here. I don't know. Being a middle child was always an interesting dynamic growing up. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're. You're kind of living in someone's shadows. At the same time, you want to make a name for yourself. Yeah. So you want to be, you know, you want to do your own things. You want to be different. But at the same time, your parents have an expectation that's already been set. Uh, and uh, that kind of made me, like, want to be unique and chase my own goals and, you know, not rely on anyone. I think I'm definitely more uh, independent than Huzaifa. I think that kind of makes me more independent in my family as well. I like to do my own thing most of the time. Yeah, another thing along with that, and Afan can speak to this as well, is that, you know, I feel like we're allowed a lot more freedom and liberty oh, from yeah, our parents sure. than my, you know, for our sure. older siblings. I think, I think the, like, the way to talk about this topic is to initially analyze your parents' situation. Yeah. It's their first time in America, right? Yeah, for and sure. And they're having a kid. Like, this is, like, completely away from where they grew up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, completely starting a new life. 
and they're they're having their first kid they're having their first child so i think naturally they'll be a little bit more overprotective yeah, super protective. like and for example uh they didn't let my brother play club soccer because it was you know too much of a commitment and all this time and traveling and then when i came up and i got the chance they were like yeah for sure go for it mm-hmm. and i remember my brother telling me he was so mad at me because of that oh no i don't know like yeah for me and zayfa uh, I think it might have been a little bit of the the opposite, I, must, I might say. Really? Uh, I don't know. I feel like expectations are set higher for me for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I think just because I was a little bit more lazy and I used to procrastinate a lot, my parents... You know, I think just like, knowing Josefa, like, I think he likes to get to the point with whatever he does. Yeah. And it's just like, finish whatever he does, you know? Yeah, I think my parents trusted Josefa yeah. a lot more. But in that trust, they gave me my freedom and my liberty, and I, I think I abused that at times in my life, which mm-hmm. is not good. That's mm-hmm. definitely true. I think Maha, I had more liberty to do as I pleased, and Maha, my parents were more overlooking. And You know, I, I've done a lot of risky things in my life, and I don't <laughs> think I'm ready to share those on the podcast, but, you know, my parents always had this idea, you know, I mean... I think in terms of... Everything's halal, though. Yeah. Everything's halal. Halal, halal. Halal, halal. Halal, halal. Halal, stuff. But, uh, you know, that's like a... You know, uh, my tennis coach was put it. It's like you have a lot of potential, but it's going to be wasted talent. No, I think a lot of my parents... Wow. My parents have this... Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's hard. That is direct. And he's like... I hate to sound like a broken record, but that's, that's what he said before he pre Bro, said. my only tennis coach used to give us free slushies after practice. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name. Bradbury. Coach Bradbury? Coach Bradbury. Uh-huh. Shout out Coach Bradbury. Anyways, what are you saying? Honestly, I forgot, to be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> come back to me in a second. I'll no, just no, talk no, about it. was like growing up in the, the expectations between, uh, the, you know. I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back. Uh, my man is always a player in high school, you know. Uh, what do you mean in high school? He's still. No, the thing is, oh, I saw him today. Okay, it's completely objectively speaking, you know, the girls like love design, you know, because you know, you to like okay when you're growing up in the South, especially right. Everyone has this one style, just you know, normal like you know, Southern Marsh shirt or like a normal polo. I think Southern Marsh wasn't some that big back then, well. but some vineyard vines and some polos, you know. It's other brand. Uh, Southern Marsh Vineyard Vines are the big ones. There's, there's, a, feel like there's, there's a fish one. There's that like Salt Life. life that's salt oh, that, that's like a crashy one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, yeah, but anyways, they had this similar style, right? I remember Zahn pulled up in these, all these, like, so Zahn had this friend, you know, talk about, oh, my best friend, one of my best friends from, uh, from childhood, Daniel Ye. So he got me into fashion, and back in my freshman year of high school, the fashion was those Banana Republic sweaters with a collared shirt inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, a pair part. of nice chinos and some loafers. So, like, you're very preppy. Like, you were in, like, Upper East Side or whatever. <laughs> and, anyway, so I pulled up to that <laughs> school with Daniel. And, you know, he got me into kind of, like, the more skinny fit and slim fit kind of pants. So, shout out to him. But I don't know if that had sort of an effect. I don't think I was... As big of a ladies man as Afan puts out to be, I was very quiet. I was no, very no, Azan was really, really quiet, but like everyone was in love with Azan, you know, oh, secretly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, everyone was just in love with Azan, and you know, I saw that as an outsider, you know. I, was, <laughs> I, I felt good about it, you know, this guy's my brother, you know. But I felt like I had to dress well, too, so <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would borrow Azan's stuff, so I would borrow his <laughs> Banana Republic, so they were a little big for me, obviously, but... Uh, I would still borrow, but I would, my own style was, I would put a t-shirt underneath, not the collar. Uh, but, uh, didn't go all the yeah, way out. But I definitely rocked a bunch of colored chinos. I know you rocked a bunch of colored chinos in high school. I did. Yeah. Blue chinos, red yeah. chinos, green. I, I rocked purple. I, I rocked everything. Yeah. 
I'm done with that though. Uh, uh, there's still a bunch in the closet at home. It's like just hanging there. It's mine. Yeah, no, it's I have mine all hanged too. <laughs> it's it's all all just in case Honestly, you want to go back. Well, you might as well donate those, right? I know. I, I'm not going back. Nah, I, I've, I've even like distinctly changed my shit style since I got medical, but that's a copy for another podcast. I think like what I come back is uh, expectations. I think my parents like they still have expectations of me and Maha being together, even though like we're separate. I think that might go same for Fonz out. And I don't know. You you and Ali actually went to different colleges, so I don't know how true that is for y'all. And y'all actually four years apart instead of one year yeah, one, we're one year apart each and my, my dad says this till this day he's like you know Jose if you're going to Atlanta Maha you know why don't you think about going to residency in Emory or try to stay in that area yeah. and I think that came back to like when I went to college UAB like Maha you know why don't you think about coming to UAB yeah. and I think it might be the same for Izzan Gafan absolutely sure. the same like, I, I honestly felt more pressure for myself to go with Izzan because like there's like some circumstances like my dad's health in my senior year was a little like a little bit bad so I was Really, really close to Zong growing up anyway. So I was really, really, really close to going to Emory. Like, extremely, extremely close. And I just woke up one day and I was like, I can't, like, I need, like, Zon probably. Need like some familiarity. Yeah, I need some familiarity. And I had already met Maud and Zefa from, like, coming to UAB once. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I met Saad. And Daniel was here. And Abdullah had just graduated. And he told me, like, you know, about UAB and whatnot. So, like... I don't think my parents really pushed me because they. I think at that point they realized, hey, like you have to go on a separate path because especially because we're doing different things anyway. But uh, I think I just put on myself just to be with Zon more. Yeah, I think I kind of follow that. Uh, I strongly considered going to Alabama. I, I didn't initially know if I wanted to do pre med. I was interested in business as well. I uh, I've always enjoyed you know you know talking with people in business and whatnot. And, uh, I, I was genuinely interested in that stuff in uh, in high school, and I also didn't want to follow exactly his name footsteps and you know going to uab yeah. but you know there, there is a sort of safety net and familiarity uh me and Zephyr probably didn't hang out that much my freshman year we were uh, more apart because i really i guess wanted that independence but literally one week in my freshman year uh, something super bad happened you mm-hmm. know you can't turn on to, uh, exactly. turn to anyone else but you're someone who's in your exactly. family so that's exactly. i think that's a good story that's like a <laughs> The car crash. The car yeah, crash. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was the second week of uh, freshman year. Me actually, we meet at the time. You actually brought one car, but this one week we decided. You know what? No, we were, the first. Yeah, oh, yeah you're right. This is the second week. So the first week, me and Mom only brought one car, which was our Acura. And the next week, we're like, you know what? We're gonna bring two cars. Because so I wanted my independence. Mom wanted independence. Mom was like, Dad, Mom, let me take two cars. So we took two cars, and Mahad went off. I think he went to take a haircut. Yeah, I went off with some friends off campus, uh, and uh, it's probably like four forty-five on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, at this point, I've bombed my first two tests in college. Probably like a sixty-four, my Gen Chem one exam, uh, sixty. So you know, it's just you know, I'm I'm still like in the senioritis mood, free floating in life. Anyways, we go out to get a haircut. On our way back, it starts raining cats and dogs, and this this t- this car's tires uh, were not so good. Uh, we had gotten the brakes replaced a couple weeks before. The guy really recommended getting the tires changed, and me and Zayfa were just lazy about it. Anyways. Uh, so I'm going down the highway, and I'm still a young driver, 18. I've been driving a year and a half, two years, and uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I like to go a little fast. Mm-hmm. Anyways, next thing I know, I lose control of the car. Oof. You know, I lose control and start spinning out uh, out everywhere. I regain control of the car. I start going straight again. I'm like, oh shit, we're good. We're good to go. Everything's gonna be okay. And like two seconds later, this car just flips out of control. I hit a guardrail, and uh, I'm in so much pain. I don't know what to do. Uh, 
I don't know who to call, but you know, having Josefa just yeah, you know be sure. available. So and I called Josefa. I was like, dude, uh, I, I got in a wreck. No, no. So Mod calls me, and I just left uh, the Orgo. I was an Orgo one at the time, so I just left Orgo one Nichols three thirty to four forty five class. So it's like I just I walked out of four five. I'm in my dorm. I just walk into my dorm room, blunt. And then Mahat calls me, he's like, hey, dude, I need a ride. I'm like, what do you need a ride for? He's like, you know, I'm at the wreck. I'm like, the wreck? I'm like, you seriously need a ride from the wreck to... I was like, okay, it's raining. You know what? Okay, he might need a ride. So I actually, I went to the wreck. I, I took my car. I went. I took my car to blood. I went to the wreck. I'm like, where are you? He's like... I'm a, I'm a right, and he sent me a picture. He sent me a picture of him on the interstate. I'm like, what the hell are you on the interstate for? And then so I drive to the interstate, and then he hasn't told me. That I haven't figured out there's a car wreck right now. Yeah. All I know is he, he's at the wreck, and then oh, why, he's at the interstate for some reason. Yeah. I'm like, might as well just start walking. I was like, you know what? Why don't you start walking towards? And then I come out, and I realize while well, I'm pulling over, there's like a, a lot of traffic. I'm like, wait, what is this? And I see that the ac our Acura is just like destroyed. Oh and I see, oh my god, he got into Terrible. a wreck. Uh. And then I finally realized I had to pull up, and then I think he was an ambulance at the time, and then. They ended up leaving, and then I took the guys and we went to the hospital. What did you break? Terrifying. I didn't break anything. I had some significant soft tissue damage to my uh, left sacroiliac joint. Um, oh, no. Not, it's not ever been the same. It hurts right now. It's always hurting. Med school dropping all these big words. Yeah. Yeah. Even through all that, we ended up going to Alabama, Tuscaloosa that week for the <laughs> oh football game. Oh my god! I remember. I was in so much pain. I can't walk. I was agonizing, but I really wanted to go to this game. And uh, Alabama man. versus Tennessee. Dang, damn, that's an SEC rivalry. Yeah. And it, like, my first week of freshman year, Zon broke his wrist, and it was just dangling yeah, yeah, yeah. like this, like, <laughs> completely. And I was like, what Terrible. the hell is going on? Because, like, he, we were playing flag football, and, like, he's holding his knee, and I've always, he's always, like, buckled his knee during, like, sports whenever we were playing. So I was like, I was like, oh, he's probably just uh, buckled his knee, but he's screaming, I broke it, I broke it. And then, like, his his thing is just hanging like this. I was oh like, what God. the hell is going on? And that was experience because my mom had just, Flown to, she was on her like flight to London at that point because she was going to meet her like family, and uh, my dad was attending some conference, right? So no one would pick up the phone. So I was just we just went to the emergency. Yeah. Room. It was like it was still like something like something minor, something to like, you know. And then like a week later, like at a friend's party, like the deck collapsed. Obviously, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like my first thought was like, is Zon on the deck? Because he was in a cast, and like I think they'd said like if like something else hits it, like oh if I had fallen off, yeah. I would have broken my other. Yeah. Or probably re-injured. Yeah, because I had re just got surgery. Really bad. I had yeah. just got oh surgery that week. So yeah. I'm yeah. don't want to do surgery again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that would be bad. It's painful. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the age difference between you and Ali are a little bit different. So how's yeah, that? so. Ali's four and a half years older than me. Mm -hmm. and I think it's interesting that you brought up the point of following in the footsteps because I never pictured myself as, you know, following in his footsteps or being in his shadow. But if I look back, I've done so much similar to him. Yeah. This My brother was uh, in band all throughout middle school, high school, played the <laughs> saxophone. I get up to that age. I choose to go through band. I'm thinking, all right, what instrument do I play? Lo and behold, I choose the saxophone. <laughs> mm. I do all the same classes he took. I get into this man gets into college. He's a chemistry major, biochem focused. <laughs> when I get into college, I'm trying to pick what I want. I know I like science. What do I do? I go to chemistry. I'm a biochem focused okay. now. Yep. And you know, he's in med school. I want to go to med school. Yeah. It's been really interesting because you know, like I said, I never thought you know I'm his shadow, but. Oh, yeah. I'm literally a younger version of it's him. It's just natural. That's why I think it's yeah, just the it's... age difference, probably. Because yeah. like when Izan left high school, I remember like I felt like I was out of the shadow. Like even though like Izan was like like Izan was social, but he wasn't like like that like extremely social, right? Mm -hmm. But like I was always more like I was again like kind of a gunner in high school as well. Mm -hmm. But and my friends were like like I wouldn't say like 
you know, they weren't like the extremely popular group, but like, like the thing about St. Andrews was everyone was popular. Like it right. wasn't like, and then like you had like, you know, the people kind of nourish people, you know, which is like common, but like everyone loved each other. Like it wasn't like, like there's bullying or anything, but, uh, I remember my senior year, I had so much fun. And, like, my parents, like, they, like, allowed me to have all the fun. Like, they never, like, stopped me from doing anything. Halal fun, obviously. Yeah. Halal yeah. only podcast. Halal only podcast. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I think it was just the age thing. I think so, similarly, you and Azefa are the same age difference. I don't know if it's because, you know, I did similar interests to Ali or I do the same things. But, you know, even though we're four and a half years apart, you know, we're I feel that we're very, very, very close to each other. You know, I can hit him up for anything and he'll always be willing to help me. He can hit me up even though I'm younger. He hits me up for any advice or anything he wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm always there for, for it. Sure. So we've just always had that close connection. That's interesting. I feel like in a lot of sibling situations, there's a sibling rivalry, but I never felt that with him. Oh, Zepha, absolutely. You know? I think that's weird, honestly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Zepha uh, was a better athlete than me in every yeah, situation, was, but I, I never, like, I was never embarrassed. Afon was or, better than me in everything, but obviously you'd have that little, you know, rivalry when you played sports, maybe, you get a little yeah. angry. Or me and Zepha. In much of basketball, uh, I was decent in much of basketball for a second, for like a quick second. And me and Josefa, you had to guard each other, and we would, we would get pretty physical. They would, they would butt heads quite a bit. <laughs> I've yelled at a fawn in basketball, maybe, but like whenever we play ping pong together, that's when I get out really. Oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much ping pong. Oh, yeah. He beat me all the time, and then when I would get that one victory, I'd oh, yeah. put it over his head. I one uh, good. Oh, no, 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 no. I said one thing like me and Zon can't relate to is both you guys have younger sisters. Yeah, I want to ask yeah. about that. Yeah, our, actually, our sisters are friends too. Talk yeah, about very close like, friends. They're close friends. How does? I'm gonna tell her to listen. How to do you act when yeah. you have like a younger sister? Because we don't. You know, it's kind of interesting with my sister. I feel like she's very you know self capable. She can take care of herself mm-hmm. and all. But obviously, as an older brother, you look at her and you want to be able to protect her, be yeah. there for her. Mm-hmm. But you know, as she she's a senior in high school right now and. You know, she's living life, having fun. And, you know, she still texts me randomly about, you know, whatever she wants to talk about. And, you know, I'm there for her. But as of now, it's kind of like I'm kind of just playing off and, you know, watching her do her thing. She's thriving. A couple of interesting uh, tidbits about my sister. So, you know, she's a junior in high school. She's she's the gunner type. I think me and Mm kind of kind of avoided that. And she's a she's. She's much smarter than I was, much more motivated, much more successful than I ever was in high school. She's class president and whatnot. Wow. So, oh, wow. I did not know yeah, that. That's great for Muslim, man. Yeah, that's great. Honestly. Anyway, so a couple of weeks ago, you know, I'm studying hard for my test. Because it's med school, you got to study and whatnot, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's breaking down because she's got a, uh, she's got a, I don't know if you remember AP English when you had to write the first uh, paper oh. of the year on The Great Gatsby. Oh. And this teacher scares the crap out of you. Yeah, Russ, so like, this, this teacher has, is notorious for no matter how good you think you are at English or essays, you're going to come in and that first essay, you're not going to get anything better than a C. Yeah. No we have the same what. exact thing <laughs> at our school. Same exact. It's called Ruth Holmes. She's known as like AP English 11. I remember it was Graham. No, no. She was the... No, I'm talking about Ms. Uh, Holmes. Uh, AP Ms. Holmes was fierce. Oh, she was brutal. Same exact thing. Fantastic professor. Yeah, exactly. That, same that thing. first for essay, brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she... My sister is crying. Yeah. She's stressed out about school. She's like, I can't handle AP chemistry. I can't handle or whatever other classes she's taking I'm like you know in the bigger realm of life I'm trying to explain it to her like 
it's so insignificant if you do fail, but use the failing as a learning experience. And, you know, just the ability to be a mentor to someone oh, is something sure. I kind of uh, oh, yeah. relish. Yeah. And then, you know, having the uh, younger sister is something. That's like that. the hardest thing to explain to a high schooler, though. Yeah, the absolutely. ability to know to, that that failing in high school won't matter at all. It, yeah. it, it, and that it's actually better to fail in high school than, like, actually, like, succeed yeah, in high school, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think me and Maha bring two different perspectives to our sister. Maha is more, like, he pushes her more to, like, you know, the you, adult learning theory. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know what the adult learning theory is. But, big uh, med school words already. No, 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 yeah, that's what I'm is, saying. This is, is <laughs> the idea that your success is dependent on your motivation and your discipline to succeed. Like, if you want something, you're going to go out and get it. And there's no one that's going to stop you except yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something I teach to her. It's like, if you want to succeed, it's completely up to you. And your actions only. Mm-hmm. Like, there might be roadblocks in society, but it's only up to you to get past those roadblocks. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the kind of perspective I bring. I don't know about Jose for that. I think I bring more, like, a laid-back, chill perspective. I think Maha pushes her more to do some uh, extra stuff and work more or do, finish her work on time. I'm more like, it's okay. You know, if you mess up, it's fine. At the end of the day, it doesn't make, really that, make that much of a difference. You'll eventually fi- find a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in high school, in the bigger picture, like Ifan said means a little bit it's only four years if you're alive for 72 years four years out of 72 i think that's less than like a one percent actually mm-hmm. or something around there but oh uh, yeah so i mean um, i guess this is more my mentor perspective to my sister it's like uh you know use high school as a learning experience but you know don't be necessarily thinking about the end all the time enjoy the journey enjoy the moment live in the moment that's something i actually did in high school and that's something i applied Uh, myself for i I did not i wish i did did more like but you play like you were like really like good at soccer and whatnot right through that like you did it i think like i had the times where i had the opportunities to do that and i think i neglected it and I, i do regret that I don't know. In college, it was a little bit different because, you know, you got to be kind of motivated and kind of you, you have to succeed because there's something our culture, our situation. We've talked about, like, why we chose our careers and why we're choosing what we're doing in the in a previous podcast. Sure. And then, you know, we have this necessary pressure where, you know, to be successful, you have to do A, B and C thing. Yeah. And that pressure is is the end and there's means to that end. But at the same time, I think my biggest advice to her is just like enjoy the moment, live in the moment. Relish the moment, but don't forget that through these experiences that you can't, you know, you still have to stay focused. And Zayfa's yeah, sure. more like a... I'm, I think it more goes online, like, uh, she focuses on grades a lot. She's like, yeah. oh, I want the A or I want the 4.0. And I've always said, you know what, we pay for Randolph, and Randolph, it costs like 22000 or something like that. Which is actually more than UAB. A lot of money. Uh, a lot of money. And I'm like, always, I've always told her to take the hardest classes possible. Because end of the day, this Randolph, is, they call themselves a college preparatory school. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's best to take the hardest classes possible and learn. And even if you fail, guess what, it's okay. You learn from it and you get better. Oh, because sure. the main, in my eyes, the main thing is college. Mm-hmm. And med school or whatever, law school, whatever you end up doing. And so just focus on that. And if you get a C, that's okay. That's fine. And at the same time, she she enjoys other extracurricular yeah, activities. Yeah. She's like... She's a captain of the soccer team. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she's, playing, she's been playing varsity soccer to the junior, eighth, eighth as grade. A, as a junior. She's also, skills, huh? she's also on the basketball team. So, I mean, it works out in the day. Yeah, I would say, you know, I didn't... My sister didn't really come to me for advice way back in the day, you know, when I, she was younger because... I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be a girl and yeah. all that. So we had a bit of a disconnect. But, you know, over the past few years, we've gotten really close. You know, even, you know, me and my brother are super close. But I've shared experience with, with, with my sister that, you know, he has no idea about. You know, we both tore our ACLs twice. We both oh, had wow. surgery from the same uh, doctor. 
you know, she's in band as well. She's taking some of the same classes I am. So mm-hmm. she's starting to come to me a lot more and I can relate to her a yeah. lot more nowadays. And so I try, I try and give my best advice, but I, I tell her what worked for me and what I saw around me. And I try to let her make her own mm-hmm. path because she knows what's best for her. I don't know what's best for yeah. her. And it's working out so far. I want to leave this topic on one question, okay? Mm-hmm. So say Matt Smith comes with a prom proposal. What are you, what are you guys doing? Yeah, <laughs> Matt, Who's Matt uh, Smith? Just, just a random white guy. This is generic. Uh, Matt proposal. Smith. It comes yeah. with a promposal. Prom- proposal. <laughs> on the poster board and everything. Ooh. You know, my sister, actually, I had a conversation with my mom about this the other day. Uh, so my sister's like, oh, all these girls in high school, they're always talking about, you know, what guy they're dating or, oh, this guy left me, but I'm dating this new guy. And she's like, my sister always asks, like, you know, I don't really can talk about that, obviously, yeah. for a reason. And I, she's, my mom asked me, like, what do you think? And I sit there and I'm just like, you know, me and Maha, we didn't participate in uh, prom, da- obviously yeah. d- dating prom, uh, homecoming dance. Mm-hmm. And even though she's class president, she has to participate as not as a going on a date, yeah. but just like set it up, do some stuff. And I'm like, end of the day, she has to make her own decision. But if it was my preference, I, I just want her to know that at the end of the day, the Muslim friends, nothing against white people, nothing against anyone else. Mm-hmm. The Muslim friends are the friends that stay with you the longest, yes. no matter what. Oh, yeah. And that goes for us here. That goes for us. Christians themselves. Yeah, Christians. Like, I, I, no, they buddy, buddy. I, I, I mean, there's somebody buddy, buddy, buddy. The thing is, like, we have to buddy buddy in, yeah. in America. You know, we have to buddy buddy. Like, if like say Christians in like Pakistan, you know, they they would probably yeah. like get together too. Yeah, my mom was a very concerned parent growing up, and uh, so the first year we came to Randolph, I think Zayf was in ninth grade. It was actually it's like some like uh, I don't know, some like big name like psychologist or something that came. And my mom, you know, she's like a inquisitive type, and so she goes and asks a question. She's like, you know, I got my two little kids. Uh, they're growing up in America. Uh, I don't want them to be like straight off. And the guy literally said, in America, it's all about shared cultural experiences and your kids will be closest to those who they find most familiar for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And uh, that being said, like, you have to have everybody. Yeah, yeah you have, 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 have everyone. Diversity is key. Diversity. Yeah, diversity. For I have sure. some great white friends. I'm saying the key, people you keep closest to yeah. is the. Like, no offense, like, to the Aya kids yeah, here, you know? Yeah, I'm just saying, They have like, a very close view of society. Yeah, yeah. They, they just seem like they click a lot, you know? Yeah. They become, like, one click. Yeah, the social interaction. Yeah, you have to have a balance. About, I mean, life is about moderation mm-hmm. in anything you do. You're not going to work with all Muslims. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I say in moderation in both terms of, you know, academics, yeah, exactly. religion. Uh, sure. There's no re- reason for extremism or being too lax in religion at the same time. All right, Omar, Matt Smith. What's, what's so, your yay or nay on Matt Smith? The biggest problem for me is uh, since I was a soccer player back in high school, I vibed with those guys, and I was with all the other athletes. And so the stories I hear from the guys oh, in high school, oh, man, man. They, they did some whack shit. And, you know, all I heard was, you know, I was doing these drugs, I was this blackout, I was banging this girl. Yeah. And so this is the view I have of a lot of high school guys now. Yeah. So... I, Matt name. Smith comes up. I gotta check him out. Yeah, check Matt Smith out. I, I can't I'll just... Have to shop I, I remember a recent conversation with my easy. sister, and she was talking about how all the girls in her grade are frustrated because none of the guys in her grade or in her grade will date these girls because these girls in her grade are not uh, down to do quote-unquote bad stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. And so these, girl, these guys usually go to like Hustle High, Christmas oh High, or whatever, and find these girls to do quote-unquote bad stuff. Jeez, yeah. that's Brian that's growing up around weird, high school, man. man. Like, you you gotta deal forget, with all this like, stuff. You can't forget all the weird crap in high yeah. school until you're out of it. weird. It is a weird place, weird. man. And like, 
Like it's weird for white people, and then being brown and like yeah, trying to find going going to yeah, being a brown Muslim kid, you're like, what the heck are they yeah, doing? Yeah, because you've seen these same guys as like elementary and middle school. You're all like, all the kids. They change so fast. And all these man, guys. when that like, when that car comes around, when that car comes around, it changes everything. There is on Fridays, us brown changes. kids would just go maybe read Jumma, play basketball, play FIFA. These white kids would just be out. Me, you know, me and Omar would always see each other at the potluck the night. Problem was going on. Yeah, exactly. We're like, ah, we have to make it out either. Yeah, so actually, uh, I was with them guys. I didn't go to any homecoming, any prom, or anything. But my sister this past year actually went to prom, but you know, with a friend, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, just a, a girl actually. Yeah. So them two went as friends, and you know, apparently they had a really great time. You don't have to go yeah, on a date. Yeah. I think yeah. prom is okay. The prom after party is where the problem. Yeah, is. after parties are after where parties is. a lot of the stories. <laughs> I think the awkward system, like if you, I, I, you, I don't know if you ever got asked to prom or homecoming. <laughs> I'm not cool enough to get asked to. I was prom. asked. Sure. I was times. asked so many times on I know and like you know you can tell it like I told two girls asked me I told one girl I'm going to Dallas that weekend I told the other girl I'm going to Houston so like the stories didn't matter so. I'm gonna be hitting both that Dude, I, Dallas and Houston were my prime excuse every time too I remember I was uh, in an AP bio this I would have to take, take this girl to Drake campus and we were in the car together and I drove her over and on the way back she asked me if I want to go to prom and we were in like, the car it's just us two and it's this, oh. this, this, it was an awkward situation in my life and I'm like sitting there I'm like oh my god and then I quickly just go oh I'm actually not here I'm busy and oh, I, yeah. honestly I didn't know what to say I couldn't just tell her oh well, actually I don't go to prom you know yeah, I don't um, tell her my mom like, you can't say that you know because yeah. then they think something about your parents and yeah, then yeah, I don't yeah, want to throw yeah. my parents under the bus it's honestly. a little bit of like artist yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's not, it's yeah. not just their decision it's a little bit of artist it's not my crowd it's not my actually what I did another thing that happened was this is Daisy Curling my grade and she really wanted to go to prom and she asked her mom to ask my mom if I would go to prom with her and honestly I would have said no anyway but uh, my mom was like yeah I didn't even bother asking you because I know you'd say no but it was a really awkward situation I think when I learned of it I was like high school like we said weird place weird things yeah I wasn't cool enough to get asked to prom so dang soccer team yeah I you know like I said I was this weird he he forgot to go to the 7th grade dance how do you think (laughs) he got asked to prom my mom actually pushed me to go to the 7th grade dance if you started going to the 7th grade dance 8th grade dance no I didn't go to any of that I was clear I was if the parents see you the parents would be like dude take over my mom literally pushed me to go to the 7th grade dance it was fun yeah it was a lot of fun yeah, I didn't go to any of that stuff. I think that probably goes to our next topic, uh, which is Omar. What is your, your career, career aspiration? Career aspiration. Yeah. Um, post I high school, post undergrad, almost. Now, so wow, yeah, wow, I'm man. actually we're getting old, man. I'm pre med right now. Twenty two, right? Yeah, twenty one. Right, right now, you better stay pre med. Last year, last yeah, year, already five, dude. I'm He's in a in couple of places. Right now, I finished all my applications, all my secondary applications. I'm trying to just hope for some interviews right now, but yeah, med school's the goal right now. What about after med school? I actually do. I'm one of the few people that thinks he knows what he wants to do. Uh, I actually really like sports. Shocker. So I want to do sports medicine, but take an ortho surgery route to it. So yeah, my experiences, you know, with my ACL tears, with my sisters and with the surgeon that did it, really turned me on to orthopedic surgery. Mm-hmm. I, I love the field. I did research in the field. I just, I want to do it. I can see sure. you being a team doctor. Just pick the right team. Like yeah. a Celtics. My, <laughs> my ultimate dream is to be the team doctor of somebody like Real Madrid oh or Arsenal or the nice. US, even the U.S. national men's team mm-hmm. or women's team. If just, you have a dream, go for it. Yeah, high flight. Fl- it's, it's reachable. It's, I need a doctor. I want to stay within that realm of soccer because I just it's a, such a big part of my life. And to be a part of a program like Real Madrid mm-hmm. or the U.S. national teams, just 
unbelievable. I, I sincerely believe if you have a passion for that, you, it'll lead you to, yeah, to that inshallah. destination. Inshallah. Inshallah. I mean, the rest of you guys. Mahad. Let's go. Mahad's in med school right now. Yeah. Oh, man. Mahad's, Mahad's, Mahad's living my dream. Like grinding. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily a dream. I mean, you, you're excited and you're happy to be here. And, you know, it's the, the, the quote-unquote uh, necessary evil to become a doctor. It's like what you have to do. It's the four years you have to endure. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my dad, actually, th- this is one of my uh, the reasons I want to go into my specialty. So my dad, this summer, had a patient who uh, had to be diagnosed with cancer. My dad had to do it over the phone. Oh, God. Yeah. So he calls him. He's like, the, you know, the, the, the blood sub clowns and whatnot are not, like, looking too good. And, you know... It's likely that you're... Well, he didn't say it directly. The mother said, uh, is it likely like my child has leukemia? But it's like, maybe we have to send her to the specialist. And I got this super chilling feeling in my body that day. And it's like, this is something I could really do. Like, I know it's like an emotionally highly distressing situation yeah. where, you know, you have to, like, deal with you know, some serious, serious stuff. But it's something that, I guess, gives me, uh, like, an adrenaline rush. Yeah. So... Not yeah, I'm thinking it's, it's harder for Maha just because you know if if you guys don't know their dad is in pediatrics, yeah. so this is a child with leukemia too, which is just yeah. hits even harder. I think with the competitive of med school these days, I think Maha just wants to get into oncology. Yeah, oncology. Yeah, for sure. That is, it's a table for sure. Yeah, it's a good yeah. field, great field. Where do you want to settle down, city wise? Oh, We've talked about this, but like, where do you see yourself ten years from now? We can ask you I mean, obviously, that. like, as the course of this podcast goes, you're going to see a lot of changes in all of us. Yeah. You know, one, today I might be in oncology. The next thing you know, I might be wanting to do some family practice in North Dakota. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I don't think family practice in North Dakota. We love you. We need you. Please, family practice is a big thing in America. No, you know, I definitely need to get out of Alabama for a little bit after this. I've been in Alabama. I moved here in 2002. I'll be graduating from in 2022. I've been, uh, inshallah, inshallah. And I've been here for about 20 years. Uh, I've served the state in many ways, and uh, I've enjoyed serving the state. Um, but I want to get out for a few years, and I eventually see myself coming back and, you know, being in Alabama for maybe a little bit. But uh, in terms of cities after this, I like Atlanta. I like New York City. I like uh, Houston, Texas. Maybe California if it's uh, cheap enough, you know. Uh, no. no, I don't think that's going cheap yeah, anytime soon. College is getting pricey. You see yourself, you know, so staying in the states. It's dissimilar to Maha, you know. I took time away from Alabama, went to St. Louis, and I actually miss home a decent amount. You know, I love Alabama. I was born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily settle in Alabama. I mean, I love the city of Birmingham. I love the city of Huntsville, but I really like Atlanta as well. Yeah. You know, I'm getting a taste of kind of a big city with St. Louis, so mm-hmm. I'm liking it a little bit. But my ultimate goal is to become like somebody like Dr. Andrews and work on these high-profile athletes and awesome. have them come to me. So I have kind of a network in Huntsville with, you know, TOC, the Orthopedic Center, and SportsMed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I like Atlanta. I like Alabama. So I, can't, I definitely want to stay in the South, for sure. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll, I'll go next uh, as the last kind of kind of pre-med person on this uh, slash already in med person on this uh, on this podcast today. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've always been kind of interested in science and whatnot, and uh, I'm currently pre-med here at UAB. And I don't really know what I'm gonna do right now. I'm my dad really is pushing me towards cardiology. He was a uh, he was actually doing cardiology back in Pakistan before he had to come here for residency and whatnot, or like fellowship and whatnot. 
and uh you know he had like a major aortic valve replacement my senior year of high school and that kind of that, that was a really kind of scary time. scary scary uh experience especially like because i was applying to college at that time and i didn't really know if my dad was gonna get better like in the moment because you know it's 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 like as when you're not when you don't know any information that's the scariest part you know yeah. and like being a doctor you know everything so like it's kind of like a gratifying uh like gratifying like thing that when you get to learn about some information about what's going on but it's also like scary in a way if that makes sense because like i think being in the dark about what's happening is worse than like actually knowing something and then like accepting that you know so for that reason like that that, that experience was a little uh a little chilling as mom would say a little like you know like gives so you the chills. Riveting, you know? yeah it's, it's pretty riveting uh you know obviously as mom was saying like Today I might be thinking something. Tomorrow I might be thinking something else. But you know that that's currently where I am. Uh, Ten years from now, I would say I really want to keep staying in the south. Just the lifestyle is is a little bit different than up north. I don't know. I like the weather here a little bit more. Uh, it's just cold enough during the winters, which I really enjoy. Like a hoodie, like maybe one like big jacket during like the December January times. But. Uh, I think Houston, Texas is that, that that's yeah. that's the city I really Houston's love. Great. That's where Fonzo really, really is. And that's where my heart is. Like not Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> man, inside <laughs> joke, man. Okay, one day I said Jacksonville is a nice city, and I've been getting flagged. Until this day, we don't know why he said. I might be in Jacksonville in a couple of weeks. Oh, we've been so. in Jacksonville a lot. It's okay. And my <laughs> uncle is in there. It's, it's, it's not, not bad, but it's, it's also bad. like... It's I, prefer, not, I prefer... It's not, I prefer Birmingham camp It's over. not like your top five cities when you yeah. think of... Yeah. Like, Why is it top five? They were asking me like where I'd like to like you know go. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather live in Miami than Jacksonville. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree now. I, I, I do not like, back my statement. But Houston is loved by a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Houston is, is my city. love. Amazing. Like, amazing yeah. food, amazing people. Oh, yeah. I really would like to settle in Houston. Been there. Actually. I, mean, I, mean, I might be going yeah. to Austin as well in a couple yeah, weeks. Texas so. has got some Texas Austin. Austin. I really like Dallas as well. Dallas is fantastic. Texas is great. Mm-hmm. San Antonio, great city. Yeah. Obviously, it depends on like my scores. You know, Inshallah, it comes out well, and then I'm going to. You know, Texas is a little hard to fly out of state, but you know, we'll we'll try our luck and see. Send what your prayers to our man of fun. Yeah. He's got his and Omar, coming up. And Omar, like oh, actually in the process of applying, you know, Inshallah all prayers except us. Uh, and you know, like Inshallah. ten years from now, I think it'll be interesting just because we're already so connected that I think Inshallah, ten years from now, we'll be as close as we are right now. And not only that, send your prayers to our man Izan as yes, well. Yes, sir. I'm in the same boat in the sense where I'm also applying currently to law schools in Inshallah. So. It's been a dream of mine since probably 10th grade to, to do something that I actually enjoy. And shout out to the, suit, uh, the show Suits that kind of <laughs> sparked my interest yeah, that's a little one bit. That's my regrets of like, choosing medicine. Uh, you don't get to wear a suit every day, yeah. man. I love wearing suits. Actually, I, I see you had, nice, man. At the Mayo, uh, I think it's the Mayo Clinic. Uh, in their residency programs, you have to wear suits every day. Really? So maybe, you know. Suits look nice, but yeah. they're a lot to you know, yeah, put on every day. I see you want to tie a nice button down. Yeah, most when, you know, you can, oh. when you go to clinic, you can wear that stuff. That white coat's kind of replaces the yeah, suit, you yeah, know? It's pretty nice, honestly. When you walked in that day on Thursday, you look good, man. I'm just going to let you know you look good. Yeah, so like, okay, he's on. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm applying. Uh, inshallah, we'll see what happens. I have some good schools on the list, and I, I have a good idea of where I want to go. And um, inshallah, we'll see. It'll it'll be a few months. It'll, the wait's going to be pretty pretty tough. Uh, he's Omar has to wait a bit longer, but I've been interested in law for for a long time. And you know, my dad, I had to talk, I had to have an honest conversation with him that. I'm not going to do medicine. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, at first... Tough was, talk for a brown parent. That, first, could, be a, that could be a podcast of its own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, he, was not, he was not with it, but, you know, they were very understanding people and they came around to it. 
and you know it's something I'm passionate about. I'm uh, you know I've excelled in my classes here, and um, so you know I I have a specific option in mind of what I want to do with my law degree upon graduation. I think I'm leaning towards health law partly because my dad's pushing it as well. And, you know, it's a mixture of him working in that field and Afan will be working in that field. So perhaps being a legal counsel for a hospital, working for a pharmaceutical company, I don't know. Yeah, just in case Mohan, you know, does some malpractice. No, no I don't to cover his ass. Yes. Yes. Somebody's got I was to. researching some healthcare consulting firms, so if you all want to make like a healthcare consulting yeah, firm. Yeah, consulting firms are nice. QPB. consulting. Does anybody do this? Does it taxes? Yeah, dude. We do the malpractice. Bed. Yeah, we're having a comedic bed. Uh, Comic relief. Where do you see yourself? I also, I'm not like dead set on health law either, but like it's it's top notch. But I I also want to go into maybe sports law. Um, yeah. yeah. I'd love to maybe get you know work my way into becoming an agent for specifically some uh, NBA players and work myself. Yeah, you know, I can see myself maybe working for you know the NBA executive offices in New York mm-hmm. or. And my dream, dream job, and this will never happen. I don't think it will. Maybe it's all one day, but it's being the general manager of the Boston Celtics. It's my childhood team. I love them to death. Honestly, you might have a better chance of being commissioner of like a league. Yeah, like a commissioner would be dope. I would love it. I love the NBA more than anything. Or also, like, I love the Premier League, so, like, being high up in Arsenal. Like, teams that I actually like. All those commissioners are lost law people. This man started talking about a dream in law. I thought he started to talk about, you know, being a court-appointed attorney. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love sports, so, like, incorporating, some, like, the law with sports would be great. And, you know, using my education to that degree. But as, as far as seeing myself in the United States, I would say, like, cities like, obviously, like, Houston, Dallas... Miami. I'm also. I'm applying to places in like you know Cleveland. I I could see myself living in Cleveland. I don't think it's that bad of a city. No, I actually think Cleveland's it, nice. Cleveland's like not bad. it's got it's a good downtown. Oh, Ron, I'm quite a kid's yeah. I don't hear uh, Jackson or Madison, Mississippi on the list. I I love Mississippi. It has its you know faults, and you know it has. There's a reason why I love it. It's home, but I, I just do not want to practice law in Mississippi because yeah, it's important. So you think you're done with Mississippi? Yeah, you're, you were done with Mississippi. I'm applying to two schools in Mississippi, but I'm not going. Like, they're they're sort of my backup options, and I think it's important to go to a city with an open mind. You know, I don't For want sure. narrow mindedness. You know, you know, Trump supporters, and you know. The thing is, the, the, that being said, Mississippi has given us all these opportunities. Just yeah, because I, of Mississippi, uh, we are the people. I'm not taking that for granted whatsoever. For sure. I think, I don't. I've never encountered no, racism in Mississippi. That's perfectly okay because that's something that you personally want, right? Yeah. So yeah. personal wants never come into like in, yeah. in front of societal. Exactly. It's know. not about bashing Mississippi whatsoever. Yeah. I am extremely, extremely grateful Everyone for the people have, there. Yeah. But it's time. It's at it's at a point. It's time to move on. You know, I've never lived in a big city ever, and I think I know my mom would love to as well. So you know, yeah. you know, moving out with my mom and my parents would be great. And, you know, actually, Birmingham was, like, the first big city for me in a fun. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's why I love the city. So, like, you know, cities like Atlanta. Yeah. I, I think, think obviously, in, like, a few years, we'll probably both be getting married. But I think... Inshallah. But I think... for them. They yeah. got things all over. <laughs> no, 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 not me. But, uh... I think one thing would be cool is like if we can attend like graduate school together. Oh, yeah. I think like, yeah, that awesome. is a, my parents like would like that. Like it's at least not at the same school, maybe but at least in the same city. That'd maybe. be very nice. That'd be like a good dream because like tech. That's why Texas is pretty high up on both our lists is because we can 
at least be close to each other. Maybe like if he's in Dallas, I'm in Houston, and or if I'm in Dallas, he's not in Houston. only about us. It's about our parents too. They oh, for sure. Mississippi and my mom. She loves Mississippi, but she wants to move to a big city. And yeah, shout out to my mom. And my dad wants to. It'll be a cool podcast. Shout out to everybody's mom. Shout out to everyone's mom. We love our moms. Yeah. She's a new counselor, and podcast. hopefully she gets a job in Texas. We can do too. that. We can set that up. What? Have yeah. a set of parents on the podcast. That'd be oh. amazing. Oh, that'd be really nice. that's a good idea. Yeah, that's yeah. We can yeah. do that. We can get your parents. We can get your parents. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a really good idea. Wow. You can that's get that. A good idea. Honestly, when my parents come to visit, yeah. we'll ask them. That. Yeah, I actually think one thing you said about your future is interesting. I don't hear a lot of lawyers ever talk about Premier League. You know, I just I've never once heard that. It's in my, my life. affinity for the, like this club. Someone's gonna get Ronaldo paid. I mean, if somebody does that. Well, I would love to paid. negotiate contracts for them. Like you know, I saw I saw like on the Man City documentary, yeah. they had like in-house counsel, and that's like the dream <laughs> job. Like, yeah, you never think how much like lawyers are involved in no, everything. Yeah, like right. all these well, contracts, contract just we see five-year, a hundred million dollar contract. There's right? a guy. There's probably that. like so many people the behind HS, that. You know? yeah. Like the agent obviously is behind it, but there's so many lawyers who are negotiating the contract. contract there's the players' association lawyers. There's the actual NFL or NBA lawyers. Right. Like so it's like, crazy. Uh, I'm applying to one school in, spe- uh, in specific, uh, Tulane, that has a really good sports law program. So that's probably like one of the only reasons why I'm applying there because I don't ever think I would want to live in New York <laughs> if it came down to it. But like, if I can I get know. my you know feet in the water in you know the sports area, I'd, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Yeah, I feel like. All right, Zepha. The one that's in, in the real world. Yeah, he's already here. He's right. done. So I guess uh, if y'all don't know already, I'm the oldest of all these guys. I'm 23. And uh, so I just uh, passed my CPA exam. Um, you know, thanks for all the applause from everyone. You know, sometimes I think back. This is like, honestly, uh, there's like a couple of days in my life where it's like the happiest moments of my life. Uh, I think learning that Mahi got into med school was one of them. Yeah. And then uh, this is one of the, this is something I was a goal. It was achieved. It's like something I wanted really badly to pass the CPA exam. And it's one of the most happy moments I've ever had. And I appreciate all the duas, you know, honestly. I want to cut you off for one second. The other thing Joseva uh, told me is when he got your job, he said, I wanted two things ever in my life. I wanted LeBron to win a championship. Yeah, and he said, 2016, that was his number one moment. And the second thing he ever wanted was wanted that job that you got. Yeah. 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 You know, those are some of the happy moments. And I you know all the duas, my parents, everything, you know, it makes it possible to be here. My uncle, I'm going to shout my uncle out. And then this another another uncle who actually helped me get the job. These are like the things I wanted really badly. Like, it's like, I'm not, I'm, to be honest, in my life, I've never wanted anything. But except LeBron to win a championship, <laughs> like you said, and, the, and to get this job in the past CPA. And a girl. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. 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 And then, so, I'm obviously moving to Atlanta, Georgia, so, and I never pitched myself being in Atlanta. Five years ago, if you would have told me, you know, Josefa, you're going to be an accountant. I never, actually, to be honest, I never thought of being an accountant. I was always, you know, I, have, I actually have a bachelor's degree in chemistry, like my uh, homework over here, and I'm, I did science, and then, like, you know, I got into, I went to Pakistan, I remember I went to Pakistan. And we shadowed at a, a children's hospital in Lahore. And it was a great experience, no doubt. I, that's not, that didn't stray me from being a physician. But honestly, I just wanted to do something different. That's all I really wanted, just do something different. And so I decided, you know what, Dad, I'm, doing a, I'm becoming an accountant. My uncle's an accountant, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a CPA. And so I went toward this route. My parents did question me, but not that much. They were pretty accepting of it. And so from then on, they're like, all right. So they didn't really know anything about my career. They know nothing. Honestly, they really don't know anything about it. <laughs> the only thing they really know is like everything is geared toward medicine. And they know because my dad's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm trying to tell them, oh, this is this and this is that. And then, oh, well, you know, it all worked out. I got a job at like, a really good firm and then I passed CPA. So now they're like, you know, what, you can do it as you please mm-hmm. and achieve what you want. Yeah. And it's all to me. To me, it's all about the laws, man. It's like that's yeah, what got me here. The power of the law. It's, it's really. Real. 
Oh, my mom, my grandma. Honestly, and like sometimes, you know, before an exam, I wake up, pray, fudge, make some dua. I usually get a better grade. Not gonna even lie. For all our non-Muslim listeners, dua is, is equivalent prayer. to a prayer. 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 Yeah. prayer. Yeah. If you're earnest about it, it'll, it'll help. Yeah, it's really scary for his situation. You know, pushing into the unknown. Where oh, for you know, sure. for so, most of the rest of us, you know, our parents know medicine. They can kind of guide us, even though they weren't in the U.S. for med school. They can still guide us in the right direction, but. For someone like Josefa, you know, his parents didn't know anything about accounting. Oh, He's for sure. by himself, you know, out in the water yeah. trying I to navigate. I think that's the one thing with Azan, like, when he told my dad, especially coming after high school, like, he was like, hey, I do not want to do medicine. And my dad, you know, he works at the university hospital, obviously, and he sees all these residents. He sees these third-year med school students that rotate with him. And that was, like, a big shock for him because he knew, like, what the path is for medicine. Like, it's very, very sure once you get into yeah, the med school. You know, it's, it's very, very guaranteed. Like, all you got to do at that point is study that's yeah. all you gotta do you know take the MCAT you get in med school and you're my dad there. says becoming a doctor was the easiest thing he's ever done in yeah. life because you know what he all, all, he, all he had to do was a show for a test whereas you know a lot of the people he grew up with had to go endure so much mm. more oh for know. sure yeah, I like as if I think we both could have done it um, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's just like we, well, we well, I don't think we'd be I remember happy. Yeah, I was kind of sad when Zefa kind of dropped medicine and the reason was it's because I guess a he was going to something unknown, but I was kind of happy for him because he actually signed up for take, take the MCAT. I don't know mm. if you remember, you did sign up for take the MCAT. Uh, you signed up for a date in April, and I if that. if you're ever in the position where you've signed up to take an exam and you can't get yourself to study because a you're procrastinating, that means that your heart's still in it and you don't want to do it. Hazefa's heart was I don't think ever really in it. You know. You know what happened? So like I signed up for the MCAT. I remember this, and then uh, I told my parents, you know, I'm changing. And changing my career path, the mom was like, you know, you're eventually gonna have to take an exam, and it's called a CPA. And I'm like, you know what? When it comes to the time, I will pass this exam. And my mom was like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. You couldn't take the MCAT at the time. And I was like, you know what? I will pass it. And so, you know, to, to be able to pass that exam in five months and, and my first try for each time was actually a big accomplishment for me. Yeah, that's yeah, sure. it's a very oh, tough yeah. exam. Oh, I mean, I and that's a natural reaction for your mom. Yeah. Like, nothing against, like, your mom. Yeah, yeah, there, no, no, you nothing, know, I have like, nothing against it at all. Like, like that would be a normal reaction for her. Like, you know, obviously, we would get mad at our parents in that situation because, yeah. like, oh, you're doubting me at this point. Because, you know, you think you know best for yourself, but sometimes they do know the best for yourself. Mm. But that's just an organic reaction to have. Because, like, a lot of these, yeah. like, they've made this, they made probably the scariest move out of all of us oh, is yeah. moving countries, you know? That's the most, like, unsure, like, part Terrible. of like, their lives, you know? I think that's something we can never thank them for. And, oh, I, yeah. and we've talked about this before. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't definitely not get too much into this, yeah. but they moved from a different country. Yeah, yeah. And I'm moving from, uh, I guess, Birmingham, pretty much, to Atlanta, Georgia. And, you know, I don't really know anyone there at all. I know, like, maybe one day I hope some of these guys actually end up there. Who knows? but yeah. you know and it's 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 scary for me on the behalf you know okay it's a new place i don't know but it's nothing close to what they conquered exactly. or feared or yeah. saw I don't know. yeah i respect my parents i think one of the you know i i've been angry at my parents a few times in my life and one of the angriest moments was actually uh last year i had interviewed at a bunch of schools and not heard back from any and uh they said i was not a good interviewer my parents said that, and that just rubbed me off the wrong way. And they didn't say that in spite of something. Yeah. They wanted to see me succeed. And uh, and then a couple of weeks later, I obviously got a call to get into medical school. And, was, you know, I think I've never seen my dad smile that big in, like, my life. That's worth you it. Know. It's worth all the hard work. I mean, I guess uh, 10 years, where do I see myself? Yeah. Uh, probably in Atlanta, Georgia, I guess. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. It can go anywhere, honestly, to be honest with you. Uh, mm-hmm. Five years ago, I was in Huntsville. 
then uh, Birmingham, and then I guess I didn't really know I was gonna go from there. And I guess I didn't know Atlanta, so I couldn't have anyone. Honestly, it doesn't really matter to me. Where did you like settling down? Uh, I guess I guess it had to be Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, now that's, Atlanta's that's, I mean, Atlanta's great a city. Nice place. Place. It's it's like a nice suburb. You, you can get a nice yeah, house for like five, six hundred dollars. Alfred, Marietta. This man didn't even rent. Where he's gonna be staying? <laughs> at, uh, That's actually not something I've. That means people, he's yeah. not leaving in free agency, right? It's a couple year contract. Buy yourself a wife. It's a big investment. It's a huge investment. But that means the wife is coming, man. Yeah. I mean, what's next? What do you? My parents bring those. You know, what's next? I've done it all, I guess. Now I've done it all. School wise, I've done it all. School wise, be a CPA. You're done with studying. It's studying. I'm done. It's over. Which is the greatest feeling I've had. And now it's on. Well, now the real grind starts. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be working in some, any 70, 80 hour weeks. Now you're actually in reality, I would say. Yeah. Like the yeah, working yeah, yeah. nine to five. Uh, I guess, what might my career be? I guess I'm actually a tax consultant. Mm-hmm. So I guess whatever stems from that. Maybe one day be a partner. Mm-hmm. That's where the big money's at. So. I think you can move into yeah, sports with that as well. Yeah, you could. You could mm-hmm. move into sports. So. Uh, GM, that's still yeah. open. I feel like the people yeah. in Atlanta are very well connected to the city's teams. Yeah. You know? Like Atlanta totally. Falcons. I feel like so many yeah. like brown people are really connected with the Falcons. I can and, see you auditing like, the Hawks. Hawks or the, you know, <laughs> yeah. Auditing is actually a different field, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shows yeah. how much we know about accounting. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I took it once. Well, our biggest clients are like Delta and Coca Cola, so maybe one day I'll be working with them. Oh, Coca Cola. They're going to find oh. out what country you work, what company you work for. Oh, yeah. They're just letting you know your clients. That's cool. Anyways, it's all good. Uh, all right, and we're gonna thank you for being on. You got no, any last comments for us? Absolute pleasure. This is great, great episode. Absolute yeah, pleasure so. to be on. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I look forward I to showing you our acceptance. They felt really relaxed this episode. Yeah, I think yeah. just you know knowing someone can go back. It just shows you know the guests, you know, you know <laughs> how good the guest was. No, season two has been pretty. For us, it's not on talk enough. This is all on you for us. Yeah. Season two has been on fire. <laughs> yeah. You guys have had some stellar guests. I don't know if I start with Oz and some of those guys. Oz, you're, you're definitely. You know, when we blow up, we come back and listen to talking, and we're like, oh my god, we missed out some. Honestly, the best guys. thing about this is like 10 years from now, we're going to come we back listen and listen to yeah, this. It's going to be like 10 years from now, this was my voice. This is what I was talking about. This was the current predicament I was in. You can show this to our kids. Like, our kids will be like, oh my god, this is what we Yeah, it's like an example. I'm kind of photo conscious, so I don't like really seeing photos myself mm-hmm. but you know i still take photos and i look, go look back at the photos and i remember the moments of those I photos and it's just kind of it's really really cool i do that with music it's gonna be kind of like this with not only that, even then with videos i like it more yeah. honestly than photos my big hope is like if we all stay connected in that late you know 10 years from yeah, now we can come back to this and be like yo we're still together like oh, yeah exactly yeah, maybe we'll film just, a podcast 10 years from yeah, now whatever the medium is you know reunion yeah. up in Birmingham 10 year reunion yeah <laughs> bro let's, like let's said, do it somewhere else besides Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> have uh, the city yeah, it's, it's gonna be where it's gonna be where it all started I think 10 years from now Birmingham will be really big honestly uh, yeah, yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna go to uh, 1205 Summit Place yeah 2 PP beginnings that's where it began that's where it began we're no longer there so don't show up don't send us any fan mail will not be received no, it's not 1205, it's 1334 Summer Place. Oh, th- oh, I'm sorry, 1334. <laughs> 1235, that was Woodmere Creator. Oh, yeah, Woodmere, yeah, okay. And yeah, where we're currently at, the address will not be revealed. Yes. <laughs> oh, Omar, we do this final thing every, final segment every podcast. It's called Song of the Day. So, you know, do you have a song of the day? You know I'm a loyal listener. I know about this. Yes, sir. Yeah. I came prepared. Actually, I've been really high on this guy, Lil Skies. Mm. I know it might sound weird, but I've been vibing with him hard. And he's got a song called Lust. And oh, it's wow. been playing through my head for the past three weeks straight. Oh my God. Honestly, right, I cannot get it out of my head. Wow. I gotta go with it. All right, then uh, here it is Lil Skies Lust.